Welcome back to episode song Contravan of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense, all three, all at the same time. Here, I've got the stuff. Manager somewhere else does too, or maybe not. And you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. So, another day, another workout, another workday, and another episode. Let's get right into the workout session because this was a good one. Starting off with A Head Full of Dreams by Coldplay, Good Morning by Group Love, Believe by Josh Groban, Don't Bother Children When They're Skateboarding by Akira the Don and Jordan Peterson, It's Not True by Keen, Fix You by Coldplay, I think their best song in their artillery, I Can Get Back, I Can Get Back Up Now by You, Me, and Everyone We Know, Hmm, I don't know them, but it was a good song. Stones by Mike Maines and The Branches. Diamond Ring by Joey Versace. Hopefully I'm not getting that too wrong. Nostalgic by Simple Plan. Difficult Child by Keen. Just a Pill by Pink. Oh, It Is Love by Hello Goodbye. Blank Marquee by Yuna and G-Eazy. Mine by Bozzy. Boyfriend slash repeat by confidence man february song by josh grobing and ending it off with to find you by sing street that's actually a movie and if you have not seen it go check out that movie it's so good such a good movie i saw it on a i saw it as a preview before it i don't even think it hit theaters i think it just went straight to dvd but i saw it in theaters uh when they were trying to get feedback for it And I had no idea what I was getting into, but the story is awesome, and the soundtrack is unbelievable. It's so good. So good. Go check it out. Sing Street. And it might even be coming to Broadway, but who knows with COVID. It might actually have been stalled. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, before I get into the topics today, I just want to say, I keep hearing all these ridiculous orders from politicians and anchors and reporters blah 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 whoever about what we should be doing state by state with this coronavirus now this is why there's a problem there is no standard no standard get it together guys stop using it as a pawn in your freaking game Because no one is going to listen to you pretty soon if you keep coming up with these stupid, asinine rules that they don't even follow themselves. And they think that they could get away with it because they have some little power and they have the media behind their backs. Well, it's not going to work. I say F them all. Life is a question mark every day there's dangers every day you go out in the world and you make decisions based on what is best for you and what is best for the people around you i don't think anybody else goes out in the world and wants to put other people in danger that is not the normal way people think about things 
It is so irritating to me. And these are our so-called better people. These are the people that we should be listening to. Well, I say F them. And um, hopefully you live in a state that actually has somebody sensible in charge. However, I would just say, use your best judgment. That is what you do in every damn day. Use your best judgment. Make good decisions. Period. Now, let's get into the topics. Alright, so... Watched a couple more Christmas movies. And I'll start off with A Year Without Santa Claus. This is another Rankin and Bass production. Rankin Bass production. This one I was not brought up on as much as Rudolph. However, this one is a fun one. And mainly, mainly because of two songs. The, the Snow and Heat Miser songs are so good. So good. Um... And it's so charming, like, the music is really entertaining. The little critters are nice and, uh, um, really, really, um, I would say that pretty intricate for the time. You know, it's still, um, it's still the stop motion kind of animation, but these critters are really cool, really well put together. So, basically, there's the two brothers... One controls, like, the snow, and one controls, like, the heat. And, you know, they fight over territory, and Santa has to make a deal with them. Or Mrs. Claus has to make a deal with them about, uh, you know, putting snow down in a location that normally doesn't get snow. But there's these two brothers. One's the frozen guy, one's the heat guy. And then they have their little minions singing like in the background and it's just so cute because you could just see these characters kind of they're like barbershop quartets but with more people and it's just so much fun so much fun uh in the story is basically santa wants to take a holiday and mrs claus and i think a couple a couple other people they're trying to find a way to, you know, not make that happen, you know, figure it out, um, bring back the Christmas spirit, I guess, and make Santa go back out again, uh, but those two songs are the hot spots of this movie, uh, sometimes, like I said, with the stop motion stuff, certain things could get a little creepy, especially, Sometimes with Mrs. Claus, I think she's creepy. I think she's super creepy. And it's a shame that they don't use the similar models from, say, the Rudolph one to this one. I'm not really sure which one was made first, so that could be an issue. But the Santa and the Mrs. Claus from the Rudolph special are so... Their designs are so much better than the ones in this one. However, this is one to watch. This is such a fun and clever short for both adults and kids. And I love the spot too. So 
not only the Snow Miser and the Heat Miser get good songs, but there's a part in the there's a part in the actual movie to where who whether it's Santa or it's Mrs. Claus they they sit down in someone's house and just at their dinner table and all of a sudden they start singing and that is hilarious it's so funny because it just comes out of nowhere um but uh, I watched this a couple days ago, so I'm, my mind is a little flimsy on it. But if you don't watch the movie, go look up Snow Miser and Heat Miser. It is so good. And whoever did the music for it, the big... It's so good. It's so good. Uh, go check it out. It is... What did I say? It is A Year Without Santa Claus. A Year Without Santa Claus. Now, next mute. Next movie, next movie. So, we were a little hesitant on what to watch next, but Jingle All the Way came into view on one of the streaming sites, and we decided to watch that. This is a strange movie. It's a movie that probably won't be made anymore, or at least anytime soon. It's... I don't even know. Movies like this aren't made anymore. I don't know why. These movies are kind of cool because they have... They have the reach to really attract kids because they got the child aspect to it but then they also have the adult aspect to it because you know you have Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold Schwarzenegger you have Phil Hartman you have I think Rita Wilson and then you also have I don't know a couple other people oh Sinbad Sinbad's in it uh so you have people that are you know for the older generations doing their normal thing you know you have Arnold getting angry and hitting things you have Sinbad you know making the majority of the time, really bad jokes. Really bad jokes. But there's a couple times to where it's just so outrageous that it's pretty damn funny. But the whole story is is that Arnold Schwarzenegger is pretty much a horrible dad. Always promising things and never doing what he says he's going to do. And then he also forgets to get the Turbo Man doll or action figure for his son for Christmas. So like normal it's sold out everywhere and he has to try to run around and try to find one of these dolls and along the way he meets Sinbad who's also a father trying to get the same doll along with probably hundreds and thousands of other people trying to get this popular toy and it goes through all their all their situations and it gets pretty ridiculous and then while that is happening his neighbor is basically trying to move in on his wife and this is what I'm talking about how it could kind of be over it could be like too much for kids to where they don't understand what's going on but the adults will get it and Phil Hartman's a creep in this he is such a freaking creep eating his cookies and 
hugging his wife. It, it's ridiculous. And Arnold's like, put that cookie down. Um, but uh, you finally get at the end. And of course, he doesn't get the doll. However, he goes to this... Arnold Schwarzenegger and his family, they go to this parade that always happens. And Turbo Man is actually afloat or something along that degree within the parade. And for some reason, Howard, Schwarzen Howard Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, walks into the studio to where they're suiting Turbo Man. And they mistake him for Turbo Man. So they gear him all up. And he's Turbo Man now. So he's in the suit. He gets to fight the bad guy, wave to the crowd. And <clears throat> it is so damn funny. Because he's he gets to pick a kid out to get a limited edition Turbo Man doll. And he points to Jamie, his own kid. And it's just hilarious because... He has such a heavy accent, and you know Arnold Schwarzenegger when he's talking. He's like, Jamie, Jamie. And the kid comes up, and then they start, I guess there's an act to where Turbo Man and his arch nemesis are fighting. And people think that this is part of the show, but somehow Sinbad, the guy who was also searching for the toy, becomes the villain and is actually fighting Turbo Man and actually attempting to kidnap his son at that point in time. And Schwarzenegger has to save his son, basically. So it, it's really an odd, an odd climax. It, it's very weird because it's like super just innocent and then all of a sudden you realize like damn this kid could die uh but everything turns out fine his kid returns safely on the ground jamie gives the turbo doll to sinbad even though he's going to jail and then jamie and turbo man meet and he does not know that his dad is Turbo Man yet. Until. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Takes off his helmet. And is like. Jamie. It's me. Your dad. And the kid is like. So shocked. It's like dude. You had to wait until he took off the damn helmet. I mean he has the accent. He's super big. And he called you out by name. I mean, there's so many red flags that you should know that that's your dad already, kid. Oh my god. Dumbass. Dumbass. Um, so, it's an okay movie. It's pretty damn funny, actually. Um, but uh, the, the real funny... I would say one of the funniest parts is when Sinbad is claiming that... He has a bomb in one of his packages because he's a postal worker. And he is lying the first time. However, he pulls the same prank 
again and he goes oh man a hundred of these come through the office like daily like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know waste this because the police were going to arrest them anyways and this was an attempt to get away so he leaves the bomb or the package there and after a few seconds they get away you hear like a bomb go off you would never have that in a movie nowadays you would never have that in a movie nowadays because everything is so PC and politically correct nowadays you can't have any fun with anything but oh my god when how Jamie has no idea that Turbo Man is his dad that is goddamn hilarious Jamie it's me your dad Okay, and with that, let's move on to the Disney movie of the day. I saw Meet the Robinsons, and I never saw this movie before. Never saw this movie, and I think the big reason about this is that from the trailer, you have no idea what the hell is going on. No idea what it's about, and maybe that's a good thing, maybe that's a bad thing. However, when it came out, at least for me, it was a bad thing. And I had no idea what I was going to get into, so I didn't bother go see it. Uh, now I see it, or I saw it, and it's pretty damn good. The other reason why I don't think this is a popular movie, or one that is on the radar of everybody, is because it's not a movie that could be merchandised well. Like, the main, the main characters... Are human, so you really can't do any cool toys with them, really. I mean, yes, you could do it with superheroes. Yes, you could do it with, I guess, really characterized humans or humans from 2D animated films. But here it just doesn't seem to work because they're, I don't know, they look ordinary. You know, there's not, there's nothing really special about them. However, the theme, there's going to be a common theme about the next few movies that I'm watching and probably for the rest of the month is family. Family is a big theme. And when you, I think the cool thing about this film is that, especially if you don't know what the hell is going on or what it's about, it unfolds for you and it's pretty clever. And I don't know if I should spoil it for anybody, but... Mm, mm, I don't know. I don't think I should, but... It's... It's a cool thing what they do. So the main character goes into the future. And... He's never had a family. And in the future, this... Misfit family takes him in and treats him like their own. However, since it's in the future, they can't really do anything about that, and they have to send him home. And all this time, he has to finish creating his invention, because I guess it's going to alter the future if he doesn't finish it. And what they do with the characters to kind of tie them all together is really unique. So So the kid... The main kid, even his roommate in the orphanage, his, how they all tie into 
their young selves and their future selves. It's so freaking clever. It's so good. I would say the problem with this, I would say the problems with this is that they have some times they want to give in, they want to give all these misfits like their time to shine, like a quick little thing. And I think they do this kind of slapstick kind of humor that doesn't really fit um, all the time. And I think that kind of throws, it kind of throws a wrench into the smoothness of the continuity. And if they took that out, like, I don't know if you actually could take it out because you need to know what these misfits are. You need to know what all these characters are. However, I think there are certain parts and pacing moments that could be tweaked just a little bit just to make it feel a little bit more flowy, I should say. And I guess the only thing, the only other thing is that time travel movies are damn hard to do. They're super hard to do because if you think too long about it, you break it. Because if the rules aren't set in stone, if you don't give the audience full, like, fully thought out rules, you're going to be able to break it. And that would be my, I would, that's the hard thing about this movie. However, I believe the message is amazing and it should be a movie that everybody watches i don't think people should really look away from this movie so go see this keep moving forward oh i love this thing at the end just go with this mute go with this message keep moving forward keep moving forward and watch till the end of the movie you're gonna get a good quote and some good songs, some good characters, and overall, it's a great movie. Go see Meet the Robinsons, and this has been episode song, Katravon, of Lay VOTP.